0: Yes. Uh-huh.
1: the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.07. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery and Paul McKenzie. I've woken up now. Paul McKenzie of the Warren Advance County Extension Service. and uh, uh, We've got uh, a few people here uh, socially distanced and and Paul is, is way up there and in Vance County on his farm this morning, and uh, it's a little chilly, today. but it's it's you know it's really going to warm up into the high 60s, maybe. I'm not sure about up north there, but they're all a little looks like, cooler.
0: Looks like it's going to be a nice day.
1: Yeah, it sure does. I hope uh, folks will get out and do a little work in the landscape. Uh, maybe work on pollinating their American filbert or hazel <laughs> hazelnut, <laughs> hazelnut. hazelnut. And Phil, you were. You were, had a little more information that you wanted to yeah, pass was, along about that. I
2: was looking at that, and it was saying – it was basically saying on some of those uh, hazelnut trees that the bloom, it has a really long, uh, like elongated uh, bloom that hangs down. And it looks kind of like something that would, you'd find in the mountains for sure. Yeah. Um, but it said that it actually – on some of those, that bloom contains the female – uh, and the male and what happens is the wind if the wind blows it needs to be planted like in an open area so it can get plenty of wind because that's what it takes for the pollination
1: yeah and mm-hmm. it, as we mentioned it it needs to be within yeah. 65 feet uh, right they need to be within 65 feet of one another
2: so that's that's uh that's really a kind of an amazing little story there appreciate that and
3: Lyndon also said he grew up in Perkinsville. Well, that's where I grew up on the farm, Perkinsville, just outside of Boone, as you come up
1: on four twenty-one. Wow. Let's uh, let's see. Steve's been waiting a while, Monica. Uh, Monica, wait just a minute, and let's go to Steve in Greensboro, since he's been wait- waited through the news. Steve, thank you very much for calling us. How's everything in Greensboro this morning? way it is down there. Oh, that's our Steve from Garner. Steve, yeah. In Greensboro, visiting uh, your mother, mother mother-in-law?
4: Yeah, my mother.
1: So how can... uh,
4: Well, I I heard you talking when I first turned the radio on this morning about uh, a woman found
1: something in in a tree she bought. Yes, uh, Phil was talking about finding mice, and I was talking about the when you go to buy a Christmas tree at the farmer's market or Phil's or wherever, the, a lot of them shake them off. They shake them down. <laughs> and that knocks the bugs and I guess the mice off, too.
4: Yeah, but there's also, uh, you, you said something about uh, praying mantis. Yes. Uh, a praying mantis egg sac looks like a paper golf ball. And that is something you really want to find if you can find one, because they're, they're a good – they are a beneficial
1: insect. They certainly are. Yes. They are creepy-looking, but they're – especially the Chinese ones are, are very big. And and,
4: and and if you ever get a chance to actually watch one of those things hatch, it's like a, a – a, 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 they, they swarm out, and there may be a hundred little um, baby mantises inside those things. Oh, wow. They just swarm out, and they, they – and they instinctively know to go somewhere
2: else cuz they eat each other. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's a rough bunch there. I mean, yeah. they, they look pretty tough. They don't get along very well. <laughs> no, they don't.
4: Well, especially the the playmates have the ultimate divorce creed. Hmm. Uh, after they mate, she eats the she
1: eats the male, so <laughs> <Gee whiz. laughs>
4: how you get rid of it. that's how you they, there's no there's no uh at
1: least there's no alimony was that there. your wife laughing in the background <laughs> steve <laughs> okay oh. all right it was nice knowing you steve be careful well, take care <laughs> <laughs> hope to see you in the afterlife <laughs> next,
4: next week and the male is considerably smaller too right so that,
1: that's the, yeah he just um, doesn't have a chance the uh never wear never marry a big woman <laughs> <laughs> You're a woman that's bigger than you, <laughs> <laughs> a big,
5: big
4: boned woman. We'll be calling from Roanoke, Texas next week.
1: All right, wow. well, fantastic. Yeah. Must it, this must have have to do with Hemmerich Callis?
4: No, it's uh, grand-granddaughters. Uh, okay, right. granddaughters,
1: Hemmerich Callis, all the same thing. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks
1: for talking to me. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Take care. Take care. All right. Let's go out to Miss Monica and see if she has any uh, praying mantis out there.
6: Good morning. Good morning,
1: Monica. Have you ever in your life seen such a whirlwind of Christmas trees flying away from that place?
6: Oh my gracious! It has been a crazy time. I tell you, everybody's after Christmas trees right now, and there's not too many to go around. But we do still have a few. So oh, they're good. Very slim, but we have a few.
1: Yeah. Well, there are a lot of people who traditionally buy them a little later, but golly, I mean, people started before Thanksgiving this year. Y'all had them. Did y'all y'all had a few before Thanksgiving, didn't you?
6: Oh yeah, we had know. about the same as usual. Most of our growers typically the a portion of them usually start coming in that weekend before Thanksgiving, and that's become the trend even more so the past few years. And this year, I would say there were a few more who set up a little bit earlier, so people were were, were ready. And I think a lot of folks shop for their trees a little bit earlier, and that in combination with the Christmas tree shortage. Has just really kind of put things being a little bit scarce right now, um, earlier than usual. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, crazy stuff. Well, there's a there's a there are a lot of other things I'm sure y'all are selling out there. What about some of the vegetables and fruits?
6: There are, and um, while we're still. Mentioning Christmas trees, yeah. all of our wreath folks are still here. There's still some garland, um, still a lot of wreaths. So I guess if you don't get a Christmas tree, you can always decorate a wreath, right? That's and, right. <laughs> and yeah. use that in place of a tree. But um, we do still have a good little selection down there of things <coughs> you can decorate with. And of course, all the fruits and vegetables. Um, we have collards and all the other greens, like turnip greens and spinach and kale, cabbage um, are all available. Your winter squash. Your um, sweet potatoes, of course, are here, and, you know, I hear hear a lot of folks sometimes say that that's what they come out, and they buy, some of our vendors package these small little cute um, boxes of sweet potatoes, and they make a perfect gift. Um, I've had some even say that they ship them, you know, to relatives that might be out of state and that sort of thing, and um, so can do some of your Christmas shopping while you're here um, as well. You know, even buying maybe some fresh fruits and vegetables or making a nice little fruit basket for someone. We also have a great variety of apples still available as well as um, apple cider. You can find some dried apples throughout the market and just a wonderful selection of you know general cool season fruits and vegetables we still have a few plants available um, some boxwoods some pansies that sort of thing you'll still be able to find down there and baked goods our salsa our local honey all those guys are still here so you can come out and satisfy that sweet tooth and get some fresh fruits and vegetables to go along with it
1: well that sounds sounds good wonderful (laughs) do you still have some plant vendors out there
6: we do. We have a few pansies and some boxwoods. Um, they're still here. Maybe I think might be just a few um, fruit trees and some other perennials. They have just a just a handful. House plants. Um, there's still a few different varieties of house plants down there also.
3: Wow! Wow! Camellias still that bloom out there? Yes. Oh boy!
4: Yeah.
6: Yes. There are some camellias. I saw some beautiful ones down there. I'm glad you mentioned that, Ruth. I can't forget those because they're one of my most favorite flowers, and they're beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Up at the market shops, a lot of it's a very festive place.
6: It is, and um, a great place to come into your uh, Christmas shop and support our local vendors um, and folks who are making all sorts of things: barbecue sauces, and jams, and jellies. Um, of course, there's a lot of little gift items in there, some decorative items as well. Um, some of the homemade birdhouses make a wonderful gift for our feathered friends um, this winter. And the herbal soaps and lotions, you know, I always tell everybody, you know, you could just grab a gift basket, fill it up in there, and um, have a basket just full of North Carolina products. And I think that would make anybody happy. Um, then make a wonderful Christmas gift. We do have some Folks are doing custom-made gift baskets as well. They have some already made. You can grab one and go, or, of course, they'll make one just how you want it.
3: Isn't that nice? Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm waiting to hear, Monica. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She, she,
6: she was
1: dreading even talking to us, us today. I was there
6: and just to be sure, because they were trying so hard to be open this weekend. And I checked before I came back up here and they said they decided they're going to wait till next week because they just got one of their final inspections yesterday afternoon. And so they're gearing up for opening next week. And I'll tell you what, if everybody will stay tuned to our Facebook page, um, State Farmers Market official Facebook page, we will post on there just as soon as they open.
3: I, I right. can wait another week, I think. Yeah. I
1: know. Well, Rufus is going to ask next week anyway. So. <laughs> you have to
6: get one for each hand. You have to make up for it. Don't
1: you know? the, don't they have don't they have one or two hot dogs in there they could cook up just for Rufus today? I know, really. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, All right. Well, we'll uh we'll hope for next week then. That's great. Yes,
6: they're they're getting close. I
1: know. That's All those very inspections. Persistent.
6: Yeah. Through all of it. But, yeah,
1: absolutely.
6: Um, yes. And, um, of course, you know, the, if you haven't been through there and tried one of the um, fresh squeezed orange aids or lemonades, that's something else you've got to try. And um, speaking of the Market Grill, the folks are the same ones who do the snowflakes. Um, and the crispy Pops, they're just a really unique treat. Um, and they would make a wonderful gift as well. Um, I had someone tell me they were buying those to ship And um, so they had a family friend that really loved those. And so they started getting those and shipping them to them weekly or, you know, every how often they need them. So all kinds of unique things that you can, you know, buy that's something different that you're not going to find just anywhere and just make a unique gift for someone. Of course, the meats and cheeses are available in there, your North Carolina wine, and also fresh seafood. So if you're getting ready to think about what you're going to have for your Christmas meal this year, you can come out and do your shopping um, and prepare for that. And I do want to mention that Nahana Pork Center, they're open today, and they'll just be open a couple of days next week, and then they'll be closed for, for Christmas, and they won't reopen until um, the week after Christmas. So come on out if you're looking at um, wanting to get your pork products and everything ready. For the Christmas meal that you're preparing, um, can definitely do so.
1: Sounds great. And uh, the farmers market restaurant and uh, the seafood restaurant are
6: open. They are, and um, I smelled. I don't know if it was the biscuits cooking this morning, but something <sighs> oh. was in the air, and it smelled also good. Oh, <laughs> And um, they have a wonderful meal. They have breakfast all day till three p.m., um, and then they also have a daily lunch special and if you've not been by and tried the state farmer's market restaurant you must do so it's a wonderful place to come out and enjoy a home-cooked meal and of course our seafood restaurant calabash style seafood and they don't have indoor dining yet but they are still doing takeouts, and they have online ordering now they're they're trying to get everyone if you're doing a to-go order to please go online to order and um, they do have some outdoor seating with their picnic tables, so it's going to be a pretty day today. So it'd be a great day to come out. That's
1: right. You sit outside. in your car too and eat. Seafood. That's
6: right. Well, hey, we've seen some folks tailgating a little bit of everything out sure. here. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Be inventive and creative. hmm And uh, SuperSod, I'm sure, is still helping folks with with their sod and.
6: Oh, they are, and they have pine straw. They also have the big black ba- or the big yellow bags of mm-hmm. compost mix.
1: It's a good um, thing.
6: Wonderful folks, and they have a the little plot down there. You can look at the different types of sod if you're looking at maybe in, doing a new installation. Mm-hmm. They'll help you out with that, help you figure out exactly what's best for your yard. And um, these Ma- sort of stop-by-market imports. They have some wonderful products over there. As yeah,
1: well. lots of Christmas gift ideas there.
6: Definitely. Um, they have really unique yard decorations, trellises, fountains, that sort of thing, as well as indoor furnishings.
1: That uh, Christmas, the the uh, farmers market commercial on our station is, or is that you and and uh, Sam and all the guys they are singing? Are you all the singers? Or
6: that is not. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm just wondering. <laughs> no. It's very good. You you found some others. <laughs> Stay farmers we'll market. We let somebody else
1: do that job. Uh, okay, I'm just just checking before you left.
6: Yes, and we have people that call us all the time. It's really funny that say. That song that plays during your commercials, can you tell us what the words are? And I think it's the Grown, Raised, Cult Made that people can't catch on there. But if anybody's wondering, at the end it always says Grown, Raised, Cult Made, which, right. is, which is the little slogan that the Department of Agriculture has used the past few years um, promoting North Carolina products.
1: Um, Did the commissioner come up with that? I think it's been under his reign that that's, that's come into existence. It very
6: well could have been. Yeah, it sounds like him. Or someone that, that's closely under him right i think they all work together on that and um it's been very pretty catchy
1: it certainly has
6: yes
1: monica if i don't see you before have a merry christmas yes, and a happy new
6: too. year everybody comes see us we are here seven days a week and we'll be open up until 3 p.m on christmas eve
1: all right okay. have a nice day
5: yes you too
1: that's miss monica wood out of the state farmer's market we'll talk to rose and Edna coming up on wptf You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Essentially started in 1945, but we changed the name in 1985 when Irv and I took over. Rose Rose Rhodes is in Princeton. Now, Rose, does everybody in your family have uh, first names that start with an R? <laughs>
0: Not too many of them. <laughs> oh, okay, i just wondering. I, you
1: know, some people do that. How can we help you?
0: I just married a rose. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, I was interested in the chinkapins, and they used to grow wild on our farm, but I went down there the other day. There are none growing there now. Hmm. And I wondered if anyone sold those in the area.
3: Well, you know, I, I'm like you, Rose. I grew up, in, and it was on the farm, a little place we'd go each year four or five little bushes that's right that's about, about six feet tall and get to get to them boy you had to be very agile <laughs> without those birds getting you and i i one time inquired of a seed company or a plant company about getting some and i don't know of any a, a chink patch in Watauga county now anywhere that, that i know of
0: well <laughs> thank you I remember how bad they were on your fingers, but, and they were, you know what? We wouldn't want to eat them now because they were too little, but used to we were hunters and gatherers. <laughs> hey,
1: Paul, uh, you got any yeah, I was ask Paul. T- trees trees uh, up in Vance or
2: Warren County?
0: I honestly don't know. Um, it, you know, it's a native plant. Um, it says it's right, a well,
2: cousin let, to the uh, American chestnut. When, chestnut. Yeah. Well, may have, the chestnut. Yeah, the
1: chestnut. That's a good good point. It may have been affected by that blight.
0: Um, I'm looking at the, um, I always go to the NC State Extension Gardener Plant Toolbox.
1: That's where I am, too. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's got some great information on it. Um, Found across the state, it's a native plant, good wildlife value, and uh, a larval host for beneficial insects. So it's a great plant to have. Um, just not you know. sure if
1: they're available. I'm, I'm sure you could call a, a nursery and find out if they can get one. They may be available somewhere. Okay. Well,
3: speaking of it, I'm sure you agree with me. It's one of the tastiest little nut fruits that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> And I would love to have one to chew on again. Wouldn't that, it
4: be good? <laughs> it's sort of, sort
3: of uh, side the end of your little finger. That's right. It's about what size it is. And you had to work hard and yeah. get stung a lot by those burrs. We've, uh,
1: we've, only got, we've got to take a break here. But, uh, well, Rose, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Call around and see if you can find one.
0: Uh, thank you so much. All, All
1: right. right. We'll talk to Edna coming up after the news on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF of the Weekend Gardener. Edna is with us in Fuquay, Arena. Is this
5: Edna Gaston? Good morning, everybody.
1: Hey, Edna. How are you doing?
5: I am wonderful. How are you
1: all? I'm great. Hey Ed, and I've been meaning to ask you if 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 your husband was uh, akin to Ed Gaston, the uh, lawyer.
5: I don't think so.
1: Okay, all right, just checking. He he married somebody from from my hometown.
5: Possibly. Where was? Uh, where did he live?
1: You know, I'm not sure where he was from, but he was. Uh, I know, back in the '60s, when he married uh, the gal from from. Um, Nashville, he was uh, part of uh, Terry Sanford's law firm in the mid 60s. So,
5: um, Terry never mentioned him.
1: Okay. I'm sure he would have. Just curious.
5: Uh, It's not a common last name. It's not. Uh, and I, in doing research on the family, I didn't do a whole lot of lateral kin, so I can't say for certain.
1: Well, he didn't dig, dig Gaston Lake, did he?
5: No, but <laughs>
1: uh,
5: that is named after a uh, number of his family.
1: Yeah, fantastic.
5: Because he was related to Judge William Gaston uh, uh, down in Newburgh.
3: Uh, absolutely
5: there there were two brothers that came up here from to north carolina from georgia and one went to newwood and one went to buncombe county and perry was from the buncombe county group
1: how about that you have done some research (laughs) good for you (laughs) hey
5: uh research and so and she uh, liked the fact that i was also interested in it
1: right you want to say hello to paul
0: Good
5: morning, Edna. Good morning, sir. As if we don't
0: chat enough. <laughs> oh, it's never too much. That's for sure.
1: Paul, you're lucky to have Edna Gaston on your in oh, your group.
0: You have no idea, Mike. You have no idea. Uh, Edna is a phenomenal volunteer, and and <clears throat> one of the really great things about Edna is that she's involved not only makes amazing contributions to our our local program. Uh, she's also made tremendous. Pro, uh, contributions to the master gardener program across the state. Yes. Uh, by working at the statewide level as well. So there's a lot of behind the scenes work to the master gardener program that people don't see but it's just vital.
1: Certainly is. Uh, give us of well, your time.
5: has been keeping me occupied so I have not been the least bit uh, bored during this um, interesting time that we've
1: been having. Uh, I think gardening has – everybody's been touched by gardening during all of this, and th- sure. thankfully so. Yeah. Garden centers have been thriving, and, and people's gardens have uh, – landscapes are thriving, too, which is nice.
5: It's such a healthy activity that everybody can do. I asked,
1: I asked uh, Paul what what was blooming in the Master Gardener's garden in – Henderson, and he couldn't tell me, even though he was out there yesterday. (laughs) Can you tell me what's blooming right now, anything?
5: Um, uh, Last I heard, the I haven't seen it since February. Uh, Oh,
1: okay. Everything online.
5: Uh, Yes, everything is online. Right. But um, I know in our newsletter there was a great article about asters and that's a that's a wonderful plant. I know they had yes, some is. of them in in the garden. So. That is a
1: wonderful plant. We don't utilize enough. I know Miss Ann had some pink ones still growing in, in the edge of her yard this morning. Yes.
0: But you know, Mike, one of the things that we've done at the memorial garden and that we encourage other folks to do is leave the stalks of your perennial plants yes. standing over the winter because there's a great variety of insects that use that dead foliage for um, habitat, for overwintering, for nesting, uh, and it's really important if we're going to preserve all of those beneficial insects in our gardens.
1: Very true. We like to clean up our landscapes, don't we? And sometimes we we shouldn't be so hasty.
5: Right behind my house. Is the walking path for the neighborhood, and anytime I'm in the yard, I'm, I'm very fortunate. People will stop and there's a nice berm between us, so we are socially distanced, but so we can chat. And I was just telling um, one of those couples that I was talking with this week. I said this. I commented on how much they enjoyed watching what's the, going on in the yard. And I said, "Well, right now it is. It doesn't look the neatest in the world, and that's on purpose." And explain to them why. And they said, "Oh, we never thought about that. What a good idea!" And so
1: it is a yeah. wonderful idea, and you, we all should be getting out and walking. That we can—that's one thing we can uh, certainly socially distance: is uh, getting out and, and walking in the fresh air and enjoying ourselves even this time of year, even when it's cold. But there are lots of – there's so many neat things out there uh, year-round, and that's you know, that's the way our landscape should look. We should have we should have things – I'm sure you do, Edna. You have things blooming in your landscape year-round, don't you?
5: At my old house, absolutely, because I had a neighbor who didn't garden, but he loved to watch my garden. And so Perry promised him that I would have something in bloom year-round for him, and we did. Um, but I, I just bought from uh, the garden hut um, a a, a Sasanqua so I could have it to tide me over until I got to the japonicas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the way to do and it. And the,
1: the camellias have looked magnificent uh, again this year yeah. so far.
5: Yeah. So far, ahead. my japonica is just loaded with buds, so yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it popping forth when we get to a new year and a new start. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> you just sure. were you just calling to say hey?
5: Exactly, I have neglected calling you. All. I
1: know, and it really hurts. It hurts hurts me to the bone <laughs> for you not to call us more often, Edna.
5: <laughs> well, I I I think about you during the middle of the week. And that, and I say, okay, I'm gonna call this Saturday, and then something happens, and boom, the next thing I know, it, you know, it's noon, and I'm thinking, yeah. well, I didn't do it again today. So this morning I got up, I thought about it, and I said, I am going to talk to those wonderful people. Oh, oh you're
2: thank saying, you, well, we yeah. But that.
1: I, I, I wish, wish you would call us more often. I can't get you on I the show happen- apparently, so I will. You just don't have time for us, it sounds like. But do do drop well,
5: in. I, 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 I always will have time for you. So absolutely. Yeah. And I will make it a New Year's resolution. Well,
1: please do. Yeah, especially <laughs> since you. Paul has been a part of the show for so long. You know, okay. At least call when Paul's on. <laughs>
5: oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Or or otherwise. So, yes, we, we'll, we'll have more fun next
1: year. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Be optimistic.
5: You have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a very happy New Year.
1: You and too, Edna.
5: Thank you. We you love too. all you Take master care.
1: gardeners. Ha- have a great day, all Edna. Bye bye. Bye
5: bye.
1: She is a delight, Paul. She really is.
0: Indeed, yes, yes. Uh, and and again, a tremendous volunteer. Yeah.
1: Uh, we need great. more of those, I'm afraid. <laughs> so you have a newsletter too.
0: Yeah, we do. We publish a uh, quarterly gardening newsletter uh, with, uh, you know, garden tips, seasonal garden tips. And our latest issue, which you can find on our Vance County Cooperative Extension website, uh, has a great story about our memorial garden project at the Vance County Regional Farmers Market, how it evolved and what it looks like and what you can see there. Now, this is not, you know, an elaborate Arboretum style thing, it you know it covers I think you know maybe five thousand square feet, um, but we've got uh, probably two or three hundred different species of plants there, mostly natives, mostly drought tolerant, uh, lots of diversity and blooming, and and all all designed for for pollinator habitat.
1: Excellent. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. You're listening to the to The Weekend Gardener. More of The Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 945. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, The Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. It's nine forty seven nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three nine one nine eight six zero WPTF. Now, what what were y'all discussing off the air here? We were Euphobia. discussing
3: whether or not Daphne and Edgeworthy are akin because the <coughs> the Woody sp- uh, the Woody uh, part of them looks similar, huh? And we're trying to find out if they're akin.
2: And the the Edgeworthia has a tendency. Mine, a couple of them I've had have a tendency to bite the dust, like the Daphne does.
1: Your Edgeworthia? Yep. Huh. How about that? I don't know. I've had I've had one for a long time. I don't think I have it enough sun. I think they need a little more sun than I've been able to provide. Uh, but at this point, I'm not going to move it. But they they. The leaves have not fallen off some of them.
2: Mine on fro- uh, one of mine, the leaves froze this past week, oh. so they're they're curled and they'll, oh, okay, I'm sure good. they'll be falling in, within the next few yeah. days.
0: So they're, the, they're
2: in the same plant family. That's what yeah, that's what <coughs> I'm thinking.
0: Different genus, but same family, according to the NC State Plant Toolbox.
2: All right, hmm. Rufus. Okay. That,
1: that extension, uh, if you, I've been trying to add it to the desktop here. the I don't know why I hadn't done it before. The North Carolina Extension Gardener Plant Toolbox. That's something that our extension agents mention quite often, and uh, we should do it more here on the show because it has uh, it's a tremendous resource, if you want to know about it, it plants. It is, and
0: it's something that's been – kind of in development for a long time and, and has existed uh, to some extent for a while, but um, in the last couple of years, it has uh, been completely revamped and taken to the next level. And, you know, it, it's the go-to source for plant information uh, here in North Carolina. And now, there's some great reference books as well that a gardener should have on their bookshelf, uh, but um, you know, this, this is a great tool that every gardener should use.
1: Yeah, I some of the featured plants are the sasanqua camellia, and uh, one of my favorites, the fragrance uh, Winter Sweet. and uh, winter heath. Do you have any heath? Heath is a yeah heath cliff over over there. Rufus, do you have heath? <laughs> I tried it
3: one time. I got a little batch from Phil, and uh, it it did not last. It didn't. It, it wanted to be in Scotland.
1: Yep. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you go to you go to. Ireland, Scotland—it's all over the place. Uh, Christmas rose, hellebores, linton rose—the hellebores—is uh, is all jasmine, uh, winter jasmine. The rosemary, uh, viburnums—those are some of the plants that are could be blooming right now. The da- my daphne is is wants to pop. I mean, the, it has more buds yep. on it, but. Who knows when, it'll, when it will bloom? Now, I have
3: not found there to be, even though uh, Edgeworthia and Daphne are, are somewhat akin in the species, I have not found the Edgeworthia to drop dead like the No, the, it
1: doesn't the, not, have the root problem.
2: It doesn't seem to be as bad, but I've lost two, so I don't know why. They know they do, they're not as bad. They
3: where, do like sun.
1: Where did you plant yep. them?
2: Um, over close to – there may have been too much competition with some uh, other plants uh-huh. for them, but they were over close to a sidewalk, and there's a big cedar tree that came up there from the birds planting it, right. and I just kind of left it so the birds can overwinter in it. But um, there were, there may have been too much root competition in that area.
1: What, uh, what say you about that, Paul? Do you, you have any uh... – thoughts about the why it might be why she might be losing edgeworthy i don't know if anybody's ever mentioned that we've talked a lot about losing daphne because of yeah. the top of the root rot but
0: i do not not edgeworthy yeah
2: I, one of mine that i lost had been limbed up so it was like a standard uh-huh. so it may have been that abuse of it or the the way it was treated early on may have had something to do with it but what it did was sprouted out from the bottom, and then it just didn't, didn't do much of anything. So, hmm. Very good.
0: Yeah, there's nothing mentioned as far as uh, serious insect or disease issues. So it looks like a pretty tough plant. Right. Um, so, yeah, that would suggest, um, you know, some kind of environmental or physical stress.
2: Right.
1: Okay, very good. Well, it, it there's there's so many plants to, to choose from. I, I would definitely try to. Do, do you have a winter sweet in your garden, Paul?
0: I do not. Um, but, you know, you were mentioning all the featured plants that are on the plant toolbox, and uh, it looks like they're all... Uh, or most of them are things that are great for the winter landscape, and yeah. you know, there's so much that we can add, you know, and that's kind of what we're talking about, or, or things that you can plant uh, that will bloom in the winter or have, uh, you know, berries or you know other interesting features uh, through the winter.
1: The I have a couple. Uh, I bought one. I, I don't know where I bought it, and I don't know the variety. I wish I did because it has kind of pale, translucent flowers. Hmm. On it that are much bigger than the other one. The other one is has very delicate, tiny, delicate flowers on it, and less fragrance. Uh, the my favorite one. It's very. It's an, a terrible looking plant. It's just really lanky, and, <laughs> and re, through, through the year until it blooms, it doesn't have much personality. But the the fragrance I've mentioned many times smells like banana kits, yes. the candy. Mm-hmm. So, that's, a,
0: that's a good description. I
1: need to bring in when the, when it starts blooming. I always think I'm going. I'm sure I have before sometime with with someone on this show, but I'll bring in a handful so we can you can smell it. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of is banana hits. So, great plant to have around if you if you if you don't want it in a prominent place, you'd probably be better. And I think it likes Mike most. Plants likes to have sun, full sun, but it's it's gotten big, and Melissa keeps making me cut it back. I said, yeah, but if I cut it back, then I won't have as many blooms.
2: It reminds me (laughs) – the fragrance reminds me a little bit of a tea olive. What happens is you – you're walking in the yard and all of a sudden you smell something yeah. and you don't realize that it started blooming yet. And then you start looking around and there it is. It's just, it's it's uh, just so different. Yeah, it, re- it really is. is
1: to me. But, uh, you know, I smelled tea olive and saw some a couple of nights ago when I was coming in for a walk. It was pitch black out there and there there was that fragrance. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, the large one I have in the front yard is has uh, st- got a few blooms. Have you smelled it lately? Smell that fragrance lately, Rufus, because you have How about soda.
3: like this morning about 6.30? <laughs> walking outside bath fronted Well, I finally put on my tiptoes. Oh, okay. Like your grandson. <laughs> and uh, Jasper has to be on a leash that time of day because he sees too many boogers in the woods in the, yeah, in the trees and the trees yep. and wants to bark at all of it all them. And I have a bunch of neighbors one time that sent an anonymous note. Please confine your dog on Saturday mornings, <laughs> so he hates Saturday mornings because he knows I'm going to leave for the show, oh. and he doesn't get to go out with me, oh. except on a leash. Yeah. But I did smell them this morning, and and uh, the the Daphne's look like they're going to be just prolific this year. Just uh, now, I've got I've got two that have been there twelve years, and I've got my fingers crossed right now, all of them, and they're about to. Have, Four feet by four feet. with a good sized Daphne, and I'm just. Don't in fact, lie, I got man. them from Phil years ago. Well, luckily, uh, your your property slopes pretty well. Well, I put them in nasty ground too, where there'd be no no uh, no no sunken areas, and there. Were, in, in fact, the other trees compete with them for root, and I think that keeps it dry.
1: Nasty soil.
3: Yeah, just not worth anything.
1: <laughs> well, a,
3: they, well they, why don't you supplement it with they, something?
1: Maybe they'd be happier.
3: Well, they, they, they're very happy.
2: Probably better leave them alone now. <laughs> uh, Yeah, don't do they're, it. They're, don't they're mess with believe. the
3: roots. I don't
1: even talk to them. <laughs> I just noticed today you're wearing bright red glasses. Uh, yeah. This is the first time I've you Have you been back to Sowler City to get? Get
0: some.
3: Well, these are about a five-year-old Center City. Oh, I don't, that, don't think I've ever that, seen you wear those. The, they're fading. The, the, yeah. uh, it's, the a, it's an interesting that,
0: pattern there on
2: the get, back. Yeah, yeah. well, Wolfpack, the, And I,
3: I want to tell you that that's not a pattern. It's the paint coming off of this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> these designer uh, glasses from Dollar Tree at Center City.
1: Well, they do look. I mean, well, they right.
3: match the shirt. Yes, that's certainly. Quite do. quite How elegant. Yes, well, they, they do. do.
1: I've just never noticed the red. Well, uh, Paul, I'm sorry you can't be in here. You just uh, – there's yep. so many things you can see, yep.
2: by It'd just be being – be yeah, Donuts, donuts. So you donuts mean, but... yeah.
1: You already uh, – have we already gone through? Well, I haven't eaten one yet. Save, save some for me.
2: There's plenty.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Where did I, you had two boxes. Where the other box oh, go? it's right here. Oh, okay. I
2: had to move it so uh, uh, get uh, to get yeah. to the
3: <laughs> She had to move one of them so
2: that Oh, so the, second the second good one. ones are in the second one, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're trying to hide those. Hey, people hanging around out in the hall wanting donuts. <laughs> somebody was
2: knocking on the door a while ago trying that's to get right. in. That's right. I work. heard
1: somebody. Uh, Jason doesn't th- think you're crazy. We heard somebody knocking on the door. I mean, that's that's uh, something that doesn't happen around there here is a our
3: friend, <laughs> is our friend Billy Parker.
1: <laughs> well, Billy's already left something on the hoot of your I'm, car. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering what it
3: is uh, Billy, you're not trying to trick me on Maybe some probably some turnip salad or, or sweet yeah. Maybe some
2: turnips. Yeah,
3: maybe some turnips. Good old turnips.
2: <laughs> good old turnips.
3: Yeah. And that wonderful kale. Oh, I need some of that wonderful kale. Now, don't
1: start that. Somebody will leave those on oh, your hood. Somebody's going to get <laughs> mad
3: at me about kale. I just oh, I, all I can say is oh, kale. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Why do you? Why do you dislike kale so much?
3: Because it just doesn't taste good. It's too bitter. It you, just tastes like kale. You need to uh, all I can, mix all I it like with things. some mustard Tastes greens like or grass or something. You, you, you can you can uh drown it out with a lot of of uh vinegar, but I
1: don't know. Well I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break and be back and you can meditate or something and get this out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the news. More of the weekend gardener coming up, one more hour. That's all.